Welcome to Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, In Sung Kim. Sponsored by Hope in Mission, LLC. To connect with the show, go to insungkim.org. That's I-N-S-E-O-N-G-K-I-M dot O-R-G. Or listen to InSung on oneplace.com. And now it's time for Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, Insung Kim. Hello, this is Insung Kim from Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. And our program is studying our history, human history, uh, with a biblical knowledge to understand the current affairs and also understand uh, our near future and educate our audiences. And today I want to start with a program, Bible.org said, What are marks of the faithful servant, one to whom God says, Well done. Number one, faith, faithful servants suffer willingly for Christ and others. Number two, faithful servants trust God's sovereignty. And faithful servants seek to understand God's mysteries. Number four, faithful servants are made by God. Number five, faithful servants work through God's power. Number six, Faithful servants humble. Number seven, faithful servants share God's mysteries with everybody. Number eight, faithful servants are selfless. And these are um, the faithful servants uh, of marks of that um, by Bible ORG. And I've been studying about this current affair, what is happening, reading a lot of books uh, to share with our audiences and on finding out some information from the ChristianPost.com said, a new study from the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University has found that just 37% of the Christian pastors in the United States have a biblical worldview, demonstrating the spiritual awakening is needed just as desperately in our purpose as in the fuse, pews, according to the pollster. The nationwide study about thousand Christian pastors found that the just slightly more than a third, thirty-seven uh, percent of the U.S. pastors hold. A biblical worldview. The majority, 62%, possesses a hybrid worldview known as uh, uh, syncretism. Syncretism. <clears throat> the study released a Thursday showed that 41% of the senior pastors, as compared to 28% of the associate pastors, have the biblical worldview. Further, the only 13% of teaching pastors and then 12% of children's and youth pastors have a biblical worldview. The low level, lowest level of the biblical worldview was among executive pastors with only 4% of them holding consistently biblical beliefs and behaviors. So this information 
is from the ChristianPost.com. So why the worldview is important, especially today. And when we don't have the clear biblical worldview, uh, we don't talk about sins or Satan or grace or the eternal life through our Savior. And basically, a Christian with a atheistic mind, even if we see clearly uh, in the lately these days, uh, Pfizer sponsored Grammy show with our eyes uh, in the daylight. The denial is much deeper to be cured. The primary issue we are experiencing in America today is that America opened its market to the world without the world biblical world view. So we open our society to the world before we, even we are equipped to handle the world. As a result, even if we suffer immensely from the consequence of our sin and sins of others, we continue to enforce pain on others because we are more influence than being uh, or are being more influenced than influencing others. And we promote and magnify in our time the sins and darkness rather than magnifying God. So something it went backward and from when we have to study about it. So Without the biblical worldview, we cannot understand today's phenomena and what is going to happen in the near future. When we think about it, when Satan enters human through sins of ours, we call it today disorder, or sins of others, we call it today trauma from abuse or uh we can call different names, and sins of universe, disease, illness, death, from the fall of human. There is a consequence. Humans get sick. And humans have tried to solve this main problem and cure from sins, including death, throughout the history apart from God. So what's got to do with today's current affairs? So why can technology be a danger to humanity? It's something that we hear a lot about lately, news that it's more flooded out on the medias that we can avoid. Even five years ago, it wasn't there much for the public. Now most of us understand what is happening in tech, uh, technology and science. Today, corporately, human is trying to solve our humanity problem by unifying effort to remove all the consequences of sins through technology and science apart from the saving grace. This phenomena is not new at all. It is only a new package of an ancient belief. That's why 
the biblical worldview is critical in our time. And reading the Bible from the Genesis to Revelation, it gives us clear view, clear biblical worldview that's for us to identify today's problem. The all religions and beliefs will join together with uh, this discovery of the new world and then accept it as a normality. And we are just in the process of finding this world that humans were searching for a long time. But thank God, fortunately, God used this moment and a little over 200 years of the America's existence for Christians to be sheltered for a season here in the name of freedom and diversity as this new world has been progressively processed. And there's a two world is parallelly existing in our time. This new belief will be the direct challenge of the Word of God. Ultimately, the direct challenge against God. So we can seek all kinds of spiritual experience in all kinds of um, spiritual phenomena, but the most important part of the Christian life is the words of God, words of God. It is, uh, it is our anchor. Thank God that he gave us a map to see and open our, open our eyes to identify the issue of the world, today's world, through the Bible. In our time, the world is connected as never before. We can listen to or hear any news in a one click of our phone. What's happening right now, we can see and we can hear with one click of our phone. Elon Musk even said, humans today, like not even future human, we are, in a way, already AI connected to our phones with all the information on the phone. And the spirit of the rebellion will manifest through the humans fully in our time. So what we are pursuing in the near future is GMO humans. GMO humans will be the permanent, permanent house of Satan that will have no pain whatsoever with the pharmaceuticals and science, even though the sins are fully manifested through that being. So understanding today's phenomena without the base of the ancient history in the Bible with a biblical worldview, it is difficult to understand what is happening today. The ultimate rebellion is challenging God pridefully with a dismissing God as non-existent. So how important for us to understand what that means. So when we are in the room, 
with a bunch of people. When people ignore our existence, that's an insult, direct insult uh, toward God. The great is greatest insult. So we can visualize, we can picture with the leaders and authority that it makes it more relevant. So when our President Biden's visiting China with the President Xi Jinping in the same room with all bunch of other leaders, that if Xi Jinping, President China, ignores the president of the Biden, the U.S. president, ignores him, dismiss him, not even listen to him. It's just non-existence. That's insult. When we talk about there is no God in atheist movement, all these direction is direct challenging to God, which is insult to, 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 to God. So why do we see what we see today? We are in the process of finding this world, new world, that we already found it in a way that human finally discovered. But unfortunately, in order to accomplish this new world, as we understand, many of us already know with the eugenic ideas, we will see more death of the human and chaos. That's the part of the process. It includes all the issues in we hear in politically in our time. That is the part of the plan. So we question why these phenomena is happening. What in the world that America is becoming? It's not just America, it's all over the world, the phenomena of the world that is transferring from the old to new that was defined by this new ideas. And the most blessed generation financially today is facing illness, death by aging and investing tremendous money in researching and transforming humans into perfect being without sickness and mortality. That is happening. But it's not new. Ancient Jewish called this is they were seeking, looking for a tree of life that people can live forever, and the Chinese called it is an immortal herb. They called it Bulocho, and they've been seeking, looking for from the weed, from the herbs, that people eat it, take it, or put it on, can live forever. And numerous countries has their own names for herbs for immortal life. And throughout the history, humans always looking for this um, herbs or what trees, whatever that name it, that to live eternal life on earth. So our effort to desire to live forever created transferring our inner being to the cloud in our time in the computer. And what is happening openly is neither sci-fi or conspiracy theory anymore. We all know we are all here all the time in our time. So we have to understand, like end of time is like a time is Noah's time. 
We live in a time when we will be completely lost apart from a clear biblical world view. So uh, grab in the Bible and read from the Genesis Revelation to seeking God's wisdom to see what is happening today. We can identify the some of the matters uh, that was already happened in the ancient um, Israel time around the is- Israel's history. Before it's too late, I think checking our spiritual condition is much needed and should be taken seriously. And we might experience all kinds of emotional experience or spirit we call it spiritual experience um, but when it comes down to choices it is critical because when Eve was in the Garden of Eden she had most anointing God's presence was there and yet the her mind with information on her choice was the problem. Without the biblical worldview, today's phenomena would be like Eve in the Garden of Eden. We can go just right back to the, the day one of the creation. I mean, the in the creation, the beginning of the time, that how the human history unfolded. In Genesis 6, it says, When the woman saw the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. What are we seeking in our time? What is it all about? What is that all about the AIs and informations and all of this technology that we're pursuing that we want to know more. The main reason that Eve took the fruit of the tree of good and evil was, as the Genesis chapter 3 and verse 4 said, Satan said, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God and knowing good and evil. Unquote. As I shared in the beginning, the partaking the fruit from the tree of good and evil is action, action toward the pride, dismissing God, pushing him away to be like God. And solving the human problem with our own hands. And that is the issue that we're experiencing. It's not about a science helping human beings of illness and blind can see those all the good things uh, that is good for the human, but using this for in other way can have a tremendous danger for even including Christians. So, uh, J.I. Packer, in the book, A Concise Theology, A Guide to the Historic Christian Beliefs, 
Uh, is that about the total depravity entails total inability. That is, the state of not having it in oneself to respond to God and his word in a sincere and wholehearted way. And Paul calls this unresponsiveness of the fallen heart, a state of death. And the Westminster Confession says, Man by his fall into a state of sin hath wholly uh, lost all ability of will to any spiritual good accompanying salvation, so as the natural man being altogether adverse from that good and that in sin is not able by his own strength to convert himself or to prepare himself thereunto. And that's why we call absolutely grace of God. The grace of God is reaching us and saves us. And the bad news is that humans are hopeless. Total depravity, which means there is no ability to be saved themselves. There is nothing that we have to save ourselves. The good news is God offered us a chance to be saved. And that's the time that we're living, the critical time that to uh, accept God's grace when while, while it's available. And also, um, J.I. Picker said about death is the de- decisive for destiny. After death, there's no possibility of salvation for the lost. From then on, both the godly and the godly reap what they saw in this life. The choice of that God has given us to accepting his love is critical in our time. Death is a gain for believers because after death, that they are closer to Christ, but disembodiment as such is not gain. Bodies are for the expression and experience. To be without the body is to be limited, indeed impoverished. This is why Paul wants to be clothed with his resurrection body rather than be unclothed. So our hope here, the to be resurrected for the life of heaven is the true Christian hope. As life in the intermediate or interim state between the death and the resurrection is better than the life in this world that proceeded, proceeded it. So the life of the resurrection will be better still. It will, in fact, be best. And this is what God has in store for the, all his children. Death is gain for believers. So we should not be afraid of whatever that we hear from the media. We just stay strong and really check on our inner being and relationship with God and more focus on more our spiritual being, well-being. Because 
We're living in a time that love will get more and more cold. And while he shows his love on us, we experience his love and share his love. And we are in a great hand. And thank you for listening in his love from yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We'll be back next week. Thank you.